Welcome to Nintendo Dads episode 409, recorded January 12th, 2023. On tonight's episode, we talk about Ubisoft's disappointing sales, Pokemon's getting a patch, we talk about our 2022 predictions, winner is you championship, and you get to hear our 2023 predictions for Nintendo. Jesse, cue the music! Here we go. I'm not going to do the DK rap. I'm not doing it. It says here in the notes, Marty, do the DK rap. I'm not doing it, Justin. I'm not. I didn't put it I'm, in there. It says it right here. Anyway, you're listening to Nintendo Dads episode 409. It's January 12th, 2023. And uh, I'm excited to be back. The uh, news of my demise has been greatly exaggerated. I wonder which one of you started that rumor. Uh, I well, I am so glad to be back. And uh, I'm, I look, the holidays are crazy. Uh, schedules are weird. But here we are to talk about what was in 2022 with our predictions, or maybe wasn't, and uh, our 2023 predictions, and a lot more. Joining me on the show tonight, all the way from the icy white catacombs of the frozen tundra of Canada. It is Justin Masson, who, as soon as I introduced him, got distracted. Sorry, my, my child like literally got through my door. She's like, mom's ready to get out of the hot tub. Go close the hot tub. So, oh, okay. Hi, how are you folks? What's going on? What? Hello. Hi, what? How How are you? What is going on? I, I got distracted. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's, things it's are well. Fine. Go ahead things and do well. your intro thanks. and then go close the thanks. hot tub. So it thanks for, thanks. Yeah, no, I'm, I, it's actually not cold here uh, today, it's, I'll, despite my wife being in a hot tub. Uh, yeah, it's going great. It's good to, good to see everybody. I always like um, I always like this time of year. I always like predictions time. I, I, I was saying in the pre-show that, you know, I got to go listen to last year's um, prediction episode. And we have just so much energy and faith in Nintendo. And boy, boy, do they disappoint. And, and like literally several times during during me re-listening to our show, I laughed out loud. Like, why did we think they would do that? That is ridiculous. That is not what they did at all. So today is all about wild speculations and disappointment. Sort of sort of like relationships, really. It's like love. That's exact. I was going to say it was like it marriage, is. but then I was like, mm, this could get uncomfortable real fast. Disappointment. Uh, yeah. I think that's a show title, Jesse. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, speaking of throwing it out there, uh, also, from the somewhat icy, somewhat frozen catacombs of the north, uh, Tim Off, how you doing, buddy? I am doing great. Uh, I'm actually was tired. I actually took a little bit of a nap earlier because of my brain has been on overload all week because I got uh, some new responsibilities at work since coming back to work. Uh, so. It's good to not think about that stuff and think about our predictions and video games Does, again. <laughs> do, do your new responsibilities also come with more sacks of bunnies? Sure. <laughs> you, you get more monies? More yeah. No, monies? Uh, I don't. Uh, not officially. It's because it's a. It's a position that um, is new for me so it's not like i i have experience in this so it's more of me learning and learning from mm. my boss and all that kind of stuff so 
it's okay. it, it'll be so interesting. It's, it's one of those things. Yes. Okay. Those things. So uh, I see. I see. <laughs> does uh does your boss listen to this show? Uh, who knows? Possible. He knows I do this. Okay. So then I I won't say anything then. <laughs> we could talk about it in post show. Yeah, speaking of bosses who do listen to the show, uh, Nintendo Dad's Employee of the Year, seven years running, Jesse Waldack. How you doing, buddy? Unless he's a mystery uh, $10 patron, then he could hear the post-show, too. True. He that could is be. true. <laughs> he could be. It's scary. He could be He could be out there. Justin is really my it's boss, everybody. I, I'll let it out of the bag. He's really my boss. <laughs> I work for him. That's why I have to do everything he says. How is that? How is that working for Justin? Uh, well, since he's not here at the moment, I can, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, Tim, this is a safe place. You can, yeah, you can, I can say whatever. Well, I can except say, for oh. he'll probably re- listen to the show a year from now. He never listens to this. Oh, that's true. That's true. He did say he listened <laughs> to 2022. For the show. <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to say what I was going to say then. Because uh, I'll, I'll okay. get repercussions of things that I don't remember saying a year from now. In 2024. And, yes. So. But Jesse, what's going on, man? <laughs> uh, it's I, I'm not used to working a full week. This is like the first w- full week I've oh, had yeah. since August, and even next week is a, I have Monday's a holiday, so yeah, four, four day week again. That's right. <laughs> and then I've already got banks, my uh, banks get that. <laughs> yeah, and I've already got my uh, like my my holiday calendar is. You know all, all the the bank holidays. So I've got that in my in the calendar. I've already got half of my vacation time planned out. He's back. He's back. He's back. Don't don't. Okay. Don't don't say it. I don't see say that. It. He's back. I see that. <laughs> what do we what do we do what do we what do we do oh. here, guys? Well, nothing. Nothing, Justin. Nothing. 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 Uh, am I going to have to nothing. rewind the tape and I'm going to be angry at all of you? No, 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 we no, just figured you'd listen no. to this in a year from now. Yeah, next year when you listen to it, you'll know. Yeah, yeah, you'll know <laughs> if if not before then. Yeah, you don't think I listen to our episode every uh, like after it goes live every single time? I don't. Nope. Do you? Sometimes nope. I do, just to say like, hey, how did that how how did that how did that joke or that comment actually land? Because it sounded better in my head, and then I just you know completely destroyed Tim with that yeah. comment. So yeah. <laughs> I normally don't listen to the shows that I'm on. Well, but, Dustin you know, does a random QA of our episode. Yeah, it really is. It's just double up. check. Like, yeah, okay, back. Well, you know, still meeting, still <laughs> meeting quality, I guess. It's quality control. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, who do I have well, to apologize um, for? Marty, how are you doing? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm good. It, uh, it, the, the weather here today, uh, it dropped 30 degrees in about five hours. Yeah. So we had some storms come through. Uh, not, nothing serious, nothing like out in California, man. I don't know if you guys have seen, uh, uh, all of our friends out there, uh, dealing with like, I read earlier, 24 trillion gallons of water have fallen on California in like the last wow. week and a half. It's crazy. That is uh, but nuts. so it was good to get the rain, but it's, it's cold outside now. It's been a long week. I start school back next week mm. and, um, yeah, one of the classes I need to get into is full, so I'm on a wait list. That's always fun, uh, finding out that, you know, uh, hey, it might take you longer to get done with this thing now uh, because, um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. 
Uh, but, but I'm here with you guys. So we're going to do a show. We're going to talk about Nintendo because that's what we do. He's here right? for a good time. Yep. Not a long not here time. For a long time. No. Uh, so, you know, speaking of our real bosses, let's, uh, let's talk about them as we dive into the news, shall we? Yes, do that. We should do that. And you're not our bosses. You're actually our friends over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can join in and become a patron of the show. Uh, get uh, exclusive insider perks like access to the best Discord on the internet, uh, full as- access to that Discord, all the sub channels, pre and post show audio uh, each and every week, as well as an art card every quarter, or like our three Patreon producers who got messages in their inbox this week yes. over on patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. You can actually schedule your chance to be on the show. And gentlemen, uh, I'm going to throw this out here and just let you know about something so that you can be preparing for this uh, in the coming weeks. We are going to have Keanu Reeves, a lady on the show. <laughs> okay. We're going to have a lady on the show. And that means that you need to shape up or ship out. All right. Okay. <laughs> you, can't be, you cannot be, you cannot treat our Patreon producer, Jacqueline, like you treat Adam Leonard. Sorry. I feel like this is a conversation directed at me. <laughs> no, no. You know, you know, you know, I'm you know, you know, when you're, Jesse yeah, you, is so, Jesse's so ugly to Adam every time that he comes on. Yep. Yep. I'm telling you now. That's where Eric you comes need, out. You, gotta, you need to, be, you need to be on your P's and mind your P's and Q's. You need to cross your eyes and dot your keys. This definitely feels like when when the when the entire like like the entire class gets lectured and there's just really one kid that's a troublemaker. But like y'all getting the same message. You know, you know what you, you know, did. You know who you are. You know what you did. You know who I'm talking to. And yeah. if you feel guilty, well, it's probably about you. Yeah. Interesting. I can like, tell you that I, as a as someone who leads children and teenagers, I have said those exact words before in my life. I've said, if you feel guilty. Then you, I'm probably talking about you and to wow. you. Wow. Interesting, like Nintendo Dad's history fact, Jacqueline will have only ever been the second woman to have been on our show before. That's true. That is very true. Who was also, first? Also, oh, oh, there you go. Me. Chat, chat, let me know. Discord and Twitch chat or in YouTube chat. Who was our first one? That's a little bit of Nintendo Dad's trivia. First winner uh, can, gets a can prize. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Is this a deep dive? This isn't a deep. Well, no, this isn't part of like the eight years of Nintendo Dad's lore. But like a true fan would know who our very first woman is. Also, statistically, that's not great for us regarding our diversity spectrum. Have I have I been on the show? Yeah, you were on the show. Should I remember this. You should well, remember this. I thought we. Well, I got. Oh, I have. Oh, I have an answer in my head. Absolutely. I. I, I thought I'm, we, waiting, I'm waiting. Waiting for the chat to catch up. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm not. I'm not going to say it. I have an answer in my head, but I thought we had one before that too. First person in the Twitch chat or wrong. YouTube chat that names it, I will. We will. We will send you twenty dollars eShop gift card. We'll figure out how we do that. Ooh. What are we just throwing this out in 2023? Or are we just just making it rain? Making it rain. <laughs> I need that. Uh, I, I think well, I think this is Mega like Dragon's 
answer to the question of is this pre-recorded because he wasn't expecting us to roll with that opener. Yeah. Oh, sure. Hey, so while we're waiting on the answer, let's dive into some news. Um, you be sure to head over to patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads and dive into uh, helping us out over there. You can subscribe. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's Japanese retail sales have surpassed retail sales of Pokemon Sword and Shield in just the first eight weeks. So much for a broken game, right? I mean, yes, it's still, right. I mean, horribly broken. Uh, that but, kind of surprises uh, that me. People really love Pokemon. Yeah, and that kind of surprises me because I would have thought the digital sales would have gone more. And so, if that's the case, that means I sold a lot more than when, than Sword and Shield. And it's all retail really... sales, so that they can trade it in later on. Yeah, yeah, or, <laughs> right. It's and, worth and, more. You know, and I'm sure this is a lot of gifts to kids during the holidays, things like that. Oh yeah, but but well, I guess Christmas isn't as big of a thing in Japan as it is. I would really love another. to see. I'm I'm waiting for the end of March to see the sales numbers for Pokemon. And compare them to Sword and Shield, uh, yeah. When that came out, yeah, because uh, it's we'll, going to be interesting. Because we'll we'll get we'll get some numbers in the beginning of February, the first weekend of February. It won't be official numbers for Scarlet and Violet yet, but there might be unofficial numbers mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. News alert! News alert! News alert! Winner, Mikey Dreamer, has- Mikey Dreamer. Yeah. I know that guy. Krista. It was Krista. It took Krista. me a minute. Yeah. It was it was uh just a minute. It took me a minute. But yeah. A Nintendo yeah. minute? It was a Nintendo Ooh. minute. Apparently not, because they're all private all those videos well, are private. I was gonna now. say I was gonna say right, right now it's currently the only Nintendo minute that you right. can find, uh, yeah. on YouTube. Uh let's speaking let, of Pokemon uh, Scarlet. Get, sorry, how do we get Mikey Dreamer's information? Can we DM or whisper or something so that we can find out? I, I have his info. You okay. Mikey, hey, yeah. Mikey, look at me. Look at me. How you doing? Good job. Well done, buddy. Congratulations. Winner is you. Uh, if for some odd reason you don't get the gift card, it's Marty's fault. Blame him. He didn't do his job effectively enough. So Marty's got you, is what we're being told, but like good luck. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Good luck. Have you heard it? You heard what's going on right now? Like you just it's got a lot going on, on his plate right now. So I, I I'll take care of it. But at least he'll get all of his twenty dollars instead of missing part of it. Like me sending stuff and missing part of it. Yeah, listen, you're also on my list right now. All right. Tim, 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 listen, um, leadership is letting people down at a rate that they can handle. Uh, So uh, you you, uh, just uh, (laughs) leave it there. Uh, I was going to mention plans for a bug fix patch uh, for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are due uh, by the end of February. And so hopefully this is going to address uh, you know, it's in line with Nintendo's comments of, hey, we're listening, we're committed to fixing this. Uh, and so hopefully this will be continued improvement. But at this point, uh, pretty much all the people that are going to really complain about it, how it will have already beaten the game. So, um, yeah. Well, potential well, DLCs will be maybe announced too little. Like, likely at the end of February because they like to do, Pokemon Company likes to do their announcements around Pokemon Day. Can we can we talk about this thousandth Pokemon here too? Can we sit in this pocket and talk about this thing that got uh, revealed yeah, today? I saw some. I saw this 
part of that video. I haven't seen. If, it was that miss? video oh, that I was watching. Name? Oh, I don't know which one. Oh, what are you the, talk uh, about? It, there's the the thousand it's, Pokemon it's, in the it's Pokedex. Gimme, it's it's Gimme Ghoul's evolution, but I don't remember what its name was. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up Pikachu. right now. It's, oh, it's, here we go. It's Goldingo. Lake, it's sorry. Goldingo. It is Goldingo? made out of a thousand Goldingo. Uh, and it looks like um, a giant living Words. stalk of gold celery made up of a thousand gold coins. That's literally what it is. The, the bio says. Yeah. So, it's so, made up of a thousand coins that it throws at its enemies. Yeah, it's a root. I haven't evolved it. Uh, it's a really pain to do so. Hmm. Yeah. You, you, you uh, have to collect 999 Gimagul coin. Mm. I think I have so this maybe is, three or so 400. So this is Pokemon Scarlet Violet's version of Golden Poop. Yes. Except for Golden you don't Ingo have to get them one Pokemon at a time. Golden Sometimes Poop. you can get them in groups of 50s or 60s. Sure, sure. I gotcha. I got you. Well, that's that's out there. Um, go and grab your golden celery poop Pokemon. I don't know. Uh, let's move on to some other news here. This one's kind of. I want to. I think we can sit in the pocket for this one here a while, especially with Justin being here. Ubisoft announced this week that Mario and Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, and Just Dance 2023 quote underperformed. Ubisoft CEO says, we are clearly disappointed by a recent performance. We are facing contrasted market dynamics as the industry continues to shift towards mega brands and everlasting live games in the context of worsening economic conditions affecting consumer spending. Despite excellent ratings and players... I have issues with that statement, well but I'll get to them later. We're going to come back to that statement. Um as well as ambitious marketing plan, we were surprised by Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope's underperformance in the final weeks of 2022 and early January, Just Dance 2023 underperformed as well. As a result of this, uh, this is not in the quote, we're just news here. As a result of this, Ubisoft uh, went on to cancel three unannounced games, but yet again delayed Skull and Bones, which, is which at this point garbage. has to be someone has made a blood <laughs> pact to make sure that Skull and Bones gets released. Uh, and it is now getting delayed into 2024. Uh, y'all, let's talk about this. I have multiple thoughts on this, but I'd love to hear what you think first. Um, Jesse, you are the first one spoke up, said that you particularly <laughs> take uh, take umbrage at that first part of that quote. What What do you think? Well, the, peop- the people don't want more live games. The publishers want more live games because they think they can wring every living dollar and pound and euro and yen out of their player base. You know, I, mm. I, you know, I, I've tried one once, hated it. Will never touch them again. You know, I even try, I even tried against an impact because it was a free download. I fell asleep during the intro. So yeah, I my mind wasn't in it, and my, but. uh yeah, these and and people. I don't know. I don't understand why people are still actually giving the money for this. You know, the you know. So obviously, yeah, there is a group of people out there who like this sort of thing, but it's it is 
I think it is a detriment to the industry to have these type of games out here. What type of games are you referring to specifically here, Jesse? Well, like anything that doesn't have an end and, you know, like uh, as microtransactions, it has continually added content. So, uh, so, sorry. So you're, so just so I understand your context here or your, or your argument is that live service games, a la, Fortnite, Call of Duty, League of Legends, Overwatch, Apex well, Legends. Not as much League of Legends because, you know, th- that is more like competition games. And same with Call of Duty in most cases. There is, you know, in a competition, there is a, an end to it and then you just start over. But like, the, the, you know, the Genshin Impact, the uh, mm-hmm. Destiny, Destiny 2, that is like player versus environment type of games that just Candy Crush. On. Well, mobile games are our own I mean, different beasts. Pay. Well, yeah. that's where it started, well, correct? The mobile, I mean, yeah, mobile's where right. it started. But, and yeah. then, of course, and then, you know, mobile where it started where it was a free-to-download game with microtransactions, and then the big publishers said, oh, well, let's, let's charge $70 for a game and still tack on microtransactions. Why not? And y'all... If y'all have been listening to the show for a while, you know my stance on microtransactions. It's it's like Jimquisition level don't like of hate. Them, y'all. So so you're so just so I understand here, Jesse, your your commentary here is that games such as that has forced Ubisoft to struggle in regards to their current offering. Well, they're they're blaming people not buying single player games because they quote unquote want the the end. yeah. So let's and talk about I Elden don't buy Ring. that. Let's talk about God of War. Let's talk yeah. about like what do you like? Here's the reality of it, Ubisoft. You've become you've become stale. You well, have and, become. Can I, can, can this, I this, say this, this here? Go ahead. Just Dance has been around since the early days of the Wii. Yeah. Maybe it's just that, that brand's gone stale. Really care about that anymore? Well, number that, two, they added the subscription layer to that too, which probably started the downfall. Yeah, Just Dance Unlimited is uh, it's a big deal. Locking songs behind uh, a paywall, basically, uh, it's, it's a that's a huge deal. You know, we got Just Dance twenty twenty three. Ubisoft provided us a code. Um, and my daughter is not a huge gamer, but I will say this. She plays uh, Clubhouse Games and Animal Crossing just about every day. She's like one of the few people in America that's still playing Animal Crossing. Uh, and uh, she has barely touched Just Dance 2023. Like, the only time she really has touched it, like, she doesn't play it by herself. She plays it when people are around. Like, like if a friend is over or family's over. This is the second thing I was going to say, and I like I had to go back and and think about this for a little bit. But I I'm going to say this: I loved Mario and Rabbids, the first one, you know, Kingdom Battle. Uh, I have realized starting this year because I've been playing Sparks of Hope, I am having to force myself to play this game. Mm. It was yeah, I, have, I, I haven't touched it good. since our New York trip. It, y'all, it was it was not it's not good, and I know there's people in our community who like are rabid fans of it, pun intended. Pun intended. Uh, but the there is so much from the first game that has changed. 
I actually, uh, I don't know if you guys got this this week. I actually got an, a survey request from Ubisoft this week where uh, they, it, it was a five to ten, like a five to seven minute survey completely on Mario and rabbits sparks of hope oh, wow. that evolved into like a 20 minute survey because I said, yes, I will provide more answers. And it was all about your, the satisfaction level with the game whether you liked certain elements of it. And as I filled that survey out, that's when I kind of began to realize I don't really like this. Like this kind of flopped for me in the end. I mean, it's fun to play, but there's so much of it, the the other elements that I just find really annoying or really unappealing. uh, I just kind of feel like it lost the plot in Mm. in a lot of ways from the first one. Um, I I mean, there's some things I wish they'd keep, but I, I've mentioned this a couple of times, like it drops you right in the middle of the story. You don't know what's going on in the, in, in the beginning. Uh, there's way too much focus on the rabbits and not enough focus on the Mario part of the universe. Uh, the weapon progression means nothing uh, after the first game where you had to like buy new weapons to power them up and you still have a skill tree. Uh, the game caps you at level 30 and you can't even finish the skill tree for all of the, characters it's like what i want to say is like it took that long to put this game out and this is what we got and so i think that blaming other services and other games it's cop out is long story short i I think it's underperformed because they it's not good (laughs) and i have another uh, thought about why sparks of hope didn't sell as well as i thought because Ubisoft probably shot themselves in the foot by constantly putting the first game on sale for 20 bucks. So people are like, mm-hmm. eh, I'll wait until it's 20 bucks. Well, I mean, that, I I mean, that was the... so many online comments that have said that exact same thing. Yeah. I'll I mean, buy that when it's $20. And that was the thing that I think really occurred for, you know, they have, they have the Christmas sale and it was, it was the gold edition was 22% off. Mm-hmm. Like, are you like, I was like, this game has been out for less than two months. Are you kidding me? I think here's the other, here's the other thing that I think we have to look back at. And I think Ubisoft has to kind of realize the original Mario and Rabbids came out in, in August of 2017. The Nintendo switch had only been on the market for about five months. Grand total. There had not yet been a Mario game. This was Mario's actually first introduction other than Mario Kart on the switch. And it was kind of lightning in a bottle. Right. Like this idea that sounded really horrible actually worked really, really well. And I think at that point, no one really knew if the switch, like we didn't know. I mean, we knew Odyssey was coming, but we know how it was going to be, what the quality of the game was. We had a third party that was supporting it, which was unlike the Wii U generation. And it scored really, really well. And so I think people just kind of naturally came to it and naturally became attracted to it as well. So I think that was, I think, I think so. So you kind of have to realize that that was a, a moment in time. I think for Ubisoft and Nintendo, um, I think Ubisoft has become very stagnated in their approach and their kind of annualization of their content. Um, and it's so funny that they're angry about like the, 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 the games as services and single player games are dead. Really? Cause I'm sure Assassin's Creed does really well on their sales. 
right? We know Valhalla. We know all those games do very well. You keep going back to the bank for all of these same products time and time again, whether it's Far Cry, right? Like all of these, like like they have become the cookie cutter of gaming. And I think that unfortunately that has come to a point where like, I I like cookies, I've had too many and I'm kind of done with it, right? Like, and they're, 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 they're ever, they're ever same approach of, we're going to put out a game. And by the way, here is the pass. Here is the strategy. Here is the extra $40 I want from you. And we're going to add all these other contents and season passes. That is part of their DNA. And I think that that in the world that we are now doesn't necessarily work the same way. And I think that they are struggling to understand what their identity is. They have some impactful and huge IPs. No one doubts the impact of Assassin's Creed. Those games do well and they sell well. Right. And people are excited for them. No one doubts uh, stuff like Far Cry. Those sell very, very well. Uh, Rainbow Sixes do okay. Right. And, and I mean, you know, if you want to make an argument, Rainbow Six is their equivalent of, of, of Fortnite or any game because it's a battle royale or not battle royale. It's season pass. It's it's battle pass. It's it, so I think, you know, this, this their military shooter game is a is is a lot yeah this comment here is a lot of pr word salad sh- garbage which is i i think that you can't necessarily blame the game you like i think it was a good evolution i think it was approachable i think they did a great job with the characters um and they improved on before i, I, I you know and, and the other reality is is by the way look at when the game came out in the market there was a bunch of other games that hit that time as well Right, like Persona Five, excuse me, hit right around that time. Like, there's a ton of games sitting around that time. So, and when you released it in August of 2017, there wasn't as many. Right, the market and, was and, different. And do you guys remember when Mario and Rabbids got announced for the first time, and like Miyamoto himself literally mm-hmm. showed up mm-hmm. with the cannon, the arm cannon with yeah. uh, the Ubisoft president and David Soliani sitting in the audience and they did all of this huge hubbub about it. And then mm-hmm. this one came out and there was nothing. Yeah. I think they kind of knew. I like, I, I think they kind of knew that maybe it was going to, I won't say it's going to bomb. It's because I mean, in and of itself, the, here's the thing, the in and of itself, it's not a bad game, but the, but it's not what I expected. And so I guess maybe that's why I have a bad taste in my mouth after it uh, so long with it. it yeah. I mean, it, it, the it's Metacritic fine. score is good. And, and maybe that's, yeah. maybe that's what it is, is that it's fine, but it's not like great. But the first but I w- one I could put down, this one I'm having to fight to finish. But I will, but I will say to you though, like, like, and this is the argument, like I'm on, I just put in Mario and Rabbids sparks of hope and Google and the first thing that comes up is an ad for Best Buy where it is $50 and it, it on sale from 80. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you like, and, 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 I, and I mean, we even said it on our show. Hey, if you, if you don't want to pick it up now, wait, cause it will go on sale. Right. And so it'll be interesting. Like, I think it'll be very interesting. Yeah, to see it's what it's the, $30 what, here in the States right now at GameStop. Yeah. $29.99. It'll be very like that's a great price for that game. It is a great price at it. Like here, here's the thing. To me, it kind of feels like Sonic Frontiers. Like I picked up Sonic Frontiers 
for PS5. It was on sale for $30 at Amazon. I picked it up. There's nothing really wrong with Sonic Frontiers. It just, I, it doesn't feel like a game I want to play. Does that make sense? Like, it, mm-hmm. like I want to, I want to play it. I want to like it, but it, it just doesn't, it, it's just, uh, and maybe that's a conversation about backlogs that we need to have at some point of when do we just drop games off our backlog and say, okay, I know I spent, because I feel like part of the reason that we all have backlogs is because we feel an obligation to finish those backlogs because, oh, we spent so much money. I spent this money. Like I, 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 I paid $65 for this. I need to finish it. Yeah, well, there are some games, you know, for the indies and things like that. You know, I might buy a game knowing I'll never play it, but just I want to support the developer, type of that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't do it often, but I have done that before. Like I, I know last year alone, I probably bought five or six games that I had never even got around to starting. In fact, one one of the games, even my, uh, John Wall mentioned on his show this week. About you know that you know I think with arcade something uh, that's a game I bought and I wanted to play and just never didn't get around to it. My, but now my I've son got... even said this un, unprompted on the way in uh, to record the show tonight. You know he he's up here hanging out while I record and he said you know he said I just feel like gaming is kind of falling off. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And he was like, well, like a lot of games that look good aren't fun and he's like i honestly feel like indie games are better than triple a games because like they actually have concepts that are fun and they the boy is wise for his age and and he he mentions he goes you know he's like that new callisto protocol game he's like that's just quick time events the game (laughs) and i was like wow okay i was like i was like yeah and Again, the, a lot of the of the publishers will make a game purposely less fun to make you want to buy microtransactions to speed I'm, things up, get more XP, I, I, lessen I the grind, etc. I hate to be the person that says this. Welcome to the business of video games, right? Welcome not, yeah, to the business of video games. It's not about a good money. It's, it's not about a good revenue. practice. It's about understanding that that idea. Like, like decisions that are made at AAA levels are not made on, hey, Marty, what do you think would be really awesome for, for the folks, right? Like, how do, you fun think game. This, how do you think this should work, right? It is good fun, but our, our, our spreadsheets show that if we put them in this scenario, this will most likely create the most monetization available. Like, it's, mm-hmm. here's, here's the really kind of funny part about it. Does anyone here watch Mythic Quest? Right, it's on Apple TV. Not, the first not, not okay. since season one. So, so here's the here's the funny part about Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest is a funk is a is a fiction a fictitious video game company that's working on a game. It's funded by Ubisoft. First, let's start with that one. Right, they're the sponsor. They're the funding. I forgot about it. that. And here's the irony of it: they literally have a department called monetization. And in the most recent season, they basically say, well, if we do this and we do this, this is good for the player. But also if we do this and we charge this amount of money and they're like literally watching these bard graphs go up. Right. And and it's funny because you look at you like, oh, my gosh, it's an evil. This this company is sort of evil, but they have to survive and all this kind of things, blah, blah, blah. But then you're like, that is that is Ubisoft. 
That is Ubisoft down to a T. If well, we it's put not just Ubisoft. Patch, right. Most of them are. Most of them are. Ubisoft, is, Ubisoft is kind of the one that we always picture as the evil villainous twirling the mustache thing, right? And I think that unfortunately they, they, they have built that reputation and they've built that by repetitive behaviors where we talk about um, monetization in regards to player base. It's, it's not necessarily decisions aren't necessarily made about what's fun, what's the best thing for the, for the player, but basically how can I monetize, right? And that's that's the unfortunate part of it. We're, we're a small indie studio is kind of just about like, you know, the game is the game. Here it is, right? It is done, but let's just have a good time with it. Let's figure out the best way to make a game. And I think that dynamically changes how you look at things. Uh, Mikey, Mikey Tech Mike says video game companies want money. They don't care about the gamer or the games they put out. I would tend to agree. With, I, I think there are some exceptions, but like we have to understand the baseline of everything here is money. Baseline of every decision is to become profitable to shareholders. Even modern Nintendo is getting more towards that. You know, we we, we never would have seen this. Doesn't feel as predatory. But you know, two two CEOs down. Yeah, we're starting to see this. Yeah, totally unrelated note here, but like, there's this uh, movie that Ubisoft funded. Have you guys seen it? No. Which one is it? It's called Werewolves Within, and it is a movie about these people. This guy, he gets sent to this town. He becomes a ranger, and all these people get locked in a mansion, and one of them is a werewolf. Mm. And it's it's actually really funny. It's like a very dark comedy. But then there's, at the end, like the movie's over, and it pops up, and it says, Ubisoft. And it's based off a VR game that they developed called Werewolves Within. Interesting. So strange. Hmm. Wow. I thought I'd throw in before we move on, since we mentioned the Metacritic score, uh, the, the, but we didn't say what it was. The, the, the critic score is 86, the user score is 7.6, which are both very good scores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just... I think I think people are just waiting for it to go on sale because that's what Ubisoft has told people they're they're going to do. Yeah, it's Pavlo's dog, ring a bell and I'll salivate. Right, like your behavior has shown that you will do this time and time again. So why am I dropping X dollar? Unless you want to be in that conversation, unless you're maybe a content creator like us who want to be in that conversation at that exact same time, you have heightened your genuineness for it. Then yeah, pull the trigger. But if you're like, yeah, no, I'll I'll wait four months and I'll get it for twenty bucks. Right, like. Sure. Yeah, you will. Like that's that's one of the things when like the eShop has sales, they look. I'm like, hey, what does Ubisoft got? Oh shoot, that's a great game. I haven't picked that up. Oh, for five dollars? Yeah, I can do that. I just won't have my Starbucks <laughs> today, right? And you're like, there we go. We're we're solid. Yeah, th- there's a game that I just picked up for five ninety nine on the eShop because it was on sale, and it's you know four or five years old, and I've been wanting to play it. But hey, that's the right price. Which one's that? So. Uh, Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Nice. It's five ninety nine, uh, oh. like a week ago, and so they yeah. say no to that. Uh, well, let's move on. Let's talk about a few more little news nuggets here, Justin. A little more business uh, things in the pocket here. Uh, it was reported in the UK last year that eighty nine point five percent of all game sales were digital. Now, this number does not, or it does include. Uh, digital only storefronts such as Steam, Apple App Store, Google Play, 
different things like that. But uh, that seems like a really high number. Mm-hmm. Or does I it? think I think because of the digital only storefronts included, the number is meaningless. I am more interested in knowing Nintendo, Sony, Xbox. What's that percentage? That's the that's the one I'm interested in. I don't care about Steam and Apple and Google because they are 100% digital. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I would be curious, and I and I also wonder if like at what le- what what of the three franchise sells the most physical? I suspect it's Nintendo, right? And and my my own my only like my only kind of basis there might be like it's it's you know mom pa doesn't quite understand how digital works so i'm getting them a a nintendo game that's easy for me to understand um and i think your target audience for playstation and xbox are typically mature teenager older gamers who understand the intranet and understand digital storefronts and understand you know preloading and all of those things um that and since the previous gen xbox and playstation the data on the disc is essentially meaningless it gets patched day one it's just a a, just a game key so whether they buy it digital or physical they're still playing it off of an installed game on a hard drive yeah and i I think i think as as something that we saw definitely did increase that usage and and of digital sales and digital usage um and during the pandemic people just kind of became like oh this works the same as my iPhone or whatever it is. Oh, I get it. Okay, I'll just keep doing this, right? This is easy, right? We are we live in a world of convenience. What is what is the least amount of friction or challenges that face me to do the thing I want to do? Right? Like how many how many of us even ourselves have been like, "Oh, that game's out. I'll just go to my phone, click download and you get a little thing saying it's downloading to your device. Cool. Bye-bye later." Right? Like I'll do, you know, so I think that that is such a such a such a continued growth market. Um, and, and I'm not, I'm not overly shocked by it. I mean, I mean, you look at, I mean, the series S doesn't even have a drive in it. Right. And, uh, and the rumor is future PlayStation fives is, will not is, have a, a disc drive, a and disc drive in it either. You, you buy the disc drive separately if you want a disc. Drive. Yeah. Like, so, so, I mean, I, and I think this just aligns with the continued usage that we see that, that overall physical media is beginning to dissipate. Right. In regards to like, when was the last time y'all bought a CD? No, you don't because you have a streaming service, right? When was the last time you bought a DVD? Probably not because you have a streaming service, right? All of those things kind of, kind of begin to, to change. And so I think that Nintendo or sorry, or video games kind of not, may not, maybe getting close to one of the last great bastions of like, no, we just kind of just do this digitally now. And I think things like Game Pass continue to move us into that idea of subscription models and understanding of it. You know, Stadia and Luna, those 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 platforms that are completely cloud-based and digital, understanding that and 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 Steam, right? Like you can't go down to you can't go down to Best Buy and get a Steam game, right? Like those are all those are all purchased at at at, at digital sales fronts. So the industry continues to move that way. Consumers are, are becoming more more educated and moving that way as well. And, and everyone's gonna come up with their pitchforks. I mean Am I saying physical is dead? No, physical will still exist. And we know that there are niche industries like, um, oh my gosh, the limited run. Thank you, limited run, and all these all these organizations that that create physical cartridges. But I, I, I'm not shocked by these. I, I just thought of something. Yeah, we've seen Switch games on a shelf with no cart in it, but instead a code mm-hmm. for download. Mm-hmm. Does Nintendo treat that as a digital sale or a physical sale? Ooh, 
That's a great question. <laughs> I bet you they count it as a physical sale because there's a box associated with it. As long as there yeah. is a there is a physical box, I'm 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 only speculating, but I bet you yeah. Nintendo's Nintendo's yeah. metric is. I would bet that if they're going good. through the trouble of having it digital, I mean, uh, physically on the shelf with a box, that's yeah. going to count as a physical sale. Yeah, yeah and so. you know, and I, I I agree, or at least not. I I believe that Nintendo also has the highest retail, and we and we and they normally tell us every quarter that it's around fifty or fifty five percent. Uh, sale of uh, sales are digital, so still the majority are digital, but they still have a lot of physical. But uh, I'd be interested to know what the others Let's are. Get physical, physical, and then I and then I think just more and more, you just have games that just don't even offer um physical versions at all. In anyways, they are just eShop darlings. Oh. Call right? of Duty so should have you- just done that. Instead, they put it. They put a dual layer Blu-ray drive yeah. that has ten megs of data on it. It's and then like I, and then I th- literally then your I, key. And I think the other part of it that, that, I mean, so if you're a person who's like, no, I want, you know, I'm in this conversation with everybody else. I want to have this, con- you know, I'm playing the same game. I use tunic as a great example. There's no physical version of tunic. Right. So when that game came out, if I was like, no, no, I'm waiting for the physical version. Y'all are playing it. And we're all friends and content creators or whatever it is. You'll be waiting to have a conversation. Exactly. We're not going to do it. Right. So there's games that you're like, I'm just going to pull the trigger. And then they're really hoping for the double dip. Right. And, and sure, Jesse and Tim, you guys are great examples of inscription, right? Like, so I, I, I'm not shocked by any of these things nowadays. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm so shocked. proud. I, I am proud of myself. I did not triple dip that game. Look, look at how Nintendo has kind of already set themselves up for this, too. Like, if you go to the eShop, look at the two best seller categories, right? You have mm-hmm. best sellers, and then you have digital only best sellers. Yeah, and that's a great point. Sometimes there's overlap, but a lot of times there's a lot of difference there because of sales or because of availability or yeah. whatever you're looking at there. I mean, it's the, I think there's the acknowledgement of, hey, we know we're headed this way, but there's always going to be people who want to hold on to the physical. I don't think they're wrong because there's games that you just won't be able to play. And that's sad. Yeah, but. It doesn't shock me. I just still think that number's a smidge high. I don't know. Uh, speaking of mobile and digital, a new mobile Dragon Quest game is to be announced January 18th by Square Enix. So if you're a fan of the series, you want to be watching out for that. And then uh, if you're the, one of our uh, listeners uh, in... You- I wanted to say, Square Enix does not have the best uh, track record for uh, games as a service games. I think you know, isn't uh, one of the Tim your games from the Critic game last year that they released and they they literally released and shut down two games within a, within a year, uh, like Chocobo Racing and then what Babylon's Fall maybe was it? Is there something else? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're shutting down know. the Octopath game, the mobile game. Yeah. So yeah. So three. So yeah. Why would anyone trust them to make a mobile game? Well, if, they're obviously shutting all those down for Dragon Quest. Well, see, yeah, I've played Dragon Quest Tax for almost two years. They're doing their two-year celebration now. I stopped playing it. I, I was a, a daily player. I I haven't played a game that hard since EverQuest. I stopped playing it around Thanksgiving because the game would crash every five minutes. I'm like, I am done with this. 
apparently it's something that's a known issue with older tech. Yeah, this is not the newest iPad, but maybe four, three or four years old. It should still work just as well. People are saying, oh, it works on my, on my iPhone 13, but it crashes on my iPhone 7. It's, it's a reproducible error. They just don't care. They're not. They have. They've had multiple months to, to address this thing. It started with 2.0. They're in 3.1 right now. So this has been going this on for over a year. This is the same company that won't add controller support to Final exactly when there's controller support on other games. And almost every review of Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster on the iOS App Store, almost every other review is needs controller support. Needs controller right. support. This has been going on for right. a year and a half. They will not fix it. Yeah, and you know, and I was I was one of their whales. I put a lot of money into that game, where I literally just said I am done and dropped it. Well, so yeah, I have no faith in Square Enix right now. Yep. You know, give give me a a single player game that ends. Give me Dragon, you know, Dragon Quest Three HD. Give me Dragon Quest Ten Offline. Re-release Chrono Trigger. I don't care. No, but they want the uh, they want that live service, they, dude. But they want the live services that they're not even willing to support themselves. So how can people trust them? They can't. Jesse's but just they're still going to throw money at them today. Yep, and I love it. Uh, if you're one of our listeners in Europe, uh, you have an upcoming game trial. Uh, Uno. <laughs> this is totally out of the blue. Uno. Speaking of movie stuff. Next uh, game trial uh, from January 19th through January 26th. You can download this game. It's completely free. You can play the full version of the game for that week. Uh, I'm sure there will be some uh, platinum coin challenge linked to it uh, in the, uh, you know, the Nintendo online app thing on your switch, but you can go check that out. And it it's pretty okay on switch. I actually have this game. So I like it. Sam and I play this a lot on our switches yeah. together. So you should go check it out. It's pretty cool. Well, guys, that's our news. Uh, with that being said, we're going to take a very quick ad break for our friends from Manscaped. Hey, folks, this support Nintendo Dads is brought to you by Manscaped. All right, folks, three, two, one. Happy New Year's to you and your from you and our friends over at Manscaped. The ball has officially dropped, but that doesn't mean that you need to drop the ball uh, on your balls in 2023 that's right whether you had a new year's kiss or not the leaders in below the waist grooming have you covered for your much needed resolution to bring sexy back in 2023 join the over 7 million men worldwide who trust manscaped with our exclusive offer head over to manscaped.com and use the promo code nindads n-i-n-d-a-d-s for 20 percent off and free shipping let us have a toast for you and a new you as well folks hey You've got some New Year's resolutions. You want to find, add things to your routine, make yourself a better self. We highly recommend the products over at Manscaped. They have tremendous quality. Uh, we use them almost every single day. Uh, they aren't, you know, again, of course, they are below the belt, w- w- uh, below the belt trimming. And they're known for that or below the waist trimming. And they know for that, but they have so many other amazing products, whether it is the body wash, whether it's the deodorant, uh, chapstick, uh, shampoo and can, shampoo, um, uh, sprays, foot 
foot sprays, uh, actual like razors. Uh, they have got a ton of amazing products for you to use. And they are, they are, they're great looking. They have a tremendously uh, fantastic smell to them. Um, it's one of those things where like I finished showering up and I'm like, that is a, that is a good earthy smell. Like it smells, it smells good. And I, and I like it. And so I would encourage you to head over to man's. If you haven't done it before, again, try treat yourself, right? Go over there. They've got the the package, the the uh, performance package 4.0. It's got the the weed whacker in there. There, it's got the lawnmower 4.0. It's got a ton of other great products. Usually, they throw in a fr- free pair of uh, boxers and a the tool shed, which is your uh, your carrying bag for uh, your toiletry bag. So many tremendous products. So again, head over to manscape.com. Use the promo code NINDADS N I N D A D S for twenty percent off and free shipping. Um, yeah, we highly recommend Manscaped. We we were using the products before they even sponsored us, but we're so thankful for their support. And we think you will absolutely love their products as well. Again, big thanks to Manscaped for their continued support of our show. Back to you. All right, guys. That's right. You know what time it is? It's time to discuss something. Last week on the show, you guys got to hear our top 10 and helped us put together our Nintendo Dads top 10 of 2022. And if you haven't seen our infographic, you want to head over to our social media, uh, either on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or anywhere else that you can find us. And you will see not only our individual top 10s, but our community top 10 as well. Tim, I know you probably have that infographic handy, right? I can, yes. (laughs) <laughs> Not looking at it at the moment, but it is it is right here. Uh, no. I was going to get you to uh, read out that top 10 here online for people. Yeah, I got who, it right here. Um, who maybe haven't seen that image yet. Sure. So uh, the community, after all the tallying that Jesse's widgets, wizardry, wizardry, geez, oh, Pete has done. Uh, 10 is inscription. Nine was tunic. Eight is the Pokemon Scarlet, Pokemon Violet games. Uh, seven was Live Alive. Six, Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arceus, however you want to pronounce that. Number five, Mario Rabbid Sparks of Hope. Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, and Splatoon 3 was number one. Good list. I like it. Yep. Pretty good. Uh, and thanks to our community for sending in their top 10. We appreciate that. And uh, I hate that I couldn't be here to argue with you guys uh, over those things. <laughs> and I also can't believe that I forgot Live Alive on my list. Um, it would have been interesting totally to see had, had you put, had you, had you entered Live Alive on your list where that, how that would have actually dynamically made it. It would have been number one. It would have been number one. Yeah, I wonder I how that. that would have changed everything else on the list as well. Well, Jesse, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, have, cha- it wouldn't have changed the top three, but I wonder like where Alive Alive would have then actually. Landed. No, it would definitely be higher. I'm, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, um, well, guys, let's talk about uh, our predictions for 2022. Uh, right now, as it stands, Tim Off is our reigning. Go get Nintendo the belt. Go get the belt. Bring Go over the, the belt. belt. We want to see it. We want to see this belt. If you uh, have not been following, maybe you're a new listener to the show. 
Uh, last November, we were able to meet up together in New York. And one of the things that we wanted to do, uh, we knew we wanted to do very early on was do something special for our uh, predictions champion each year. Something that would be more than just uh, a clap or, you know, a, a pat on the back or a little graphic or whatever. Uh, and we came up with the idea of a championship belt, much like, uh, you know, uh, Ric Flair uh, would have back in the day. And so when we met up in New York, Tim Off, our reigning Nintendo dads, uh, a winner is you prediction champion, was crowned and uh, or inaugurated and given this uh, beautiful red leather uh, and silver belt with the Nintendo Dads logo on it. Uh, it has uh, the Nintendo Dads mushroom on the side panels uh, as well. And as you can see, Tim has been taking very good care of that. However, it is time tonight to see who will hold the belt for the entirety of 2023. We will literally be shipping this belt to one of us uh, and it will sit in a special place of honor uh, until uh, we read out our 20 or, or see who is right on our 2023 predictions next year. Um, I have a feeling the belt could change hands tonight. Um, this is going to be one from the ages. And so uh, what we're going to do here is uh, we're going to read out our predictions from last year and we're going to see how we did Jesse's going to do some math, right? Can you do this math in, in real time? Yeah. Of course he can. Guys. That's why he's seven-year running Nintendo Dad's Employee of the Year, right? I, wanna, I, I, wanna say, my, I, got, I have my calculator up and ready to go. Before we jump into it, hey, Killer Cody 93 first time chatting our Twitch. Thanks for being here, man. I appreciate that. Yes. I appreciate I Love seen it. here LPD, Nintendo, uh, Ninfrendo, uh, Mikey Dreamer, I saw Sean Capri, Ebisel Tech Mike, um, all of our fantastic uh, Cody's in there. Lots as well. of people. Lots of people. LP, Thanks for being here, folks. LPD Mac says up. everyone expects Tim to be the face and Justin to be the heel. Yeah, that's that's probably pretty mm. pretty accurate. Did and you get all, all the YouTube people, people too? We got Coat Alcorn and let's see who else. And you said Tech Mike. You got all them beautiful people over there in the YouTube land uh, watching us. Want to see who's going to take home the gold, baby? David B. Uh, yeah, and Bone so Johnny. We go. We're going to start with my predictions. Uh, and uh, this is probably the ones we're starting here because it's only can go up from here. So uh, just just for people to know, we, we, we have we have kind of th three or four ways we do this. It's a correct. It's partially correct. It's wrong or it's an unknown. Now, you may also say like, whoa, there's a lot. Some people have a lot more votes than other people or, or nominations for ideas. There is then a percent that, that does not mean that by default they would win. We then take the number of predictions they have versus the amount that they actually have right or wrong. That equals a percentage. So despite maybe yeah. only having fewer numbers, there is still the same equal amount of chance. Yeah. So uh, here we go. Uh, prediction number one was a new Mario Kart nine or a new Nintendo racing game in the same vein in 2022 uh, on two, nine, 2022, Nintendo announced a booster course pass for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. So I, I'm saying that's partial. Can we I'll, can we give that a partial? I'll give you, I'll give you partial. Okay. I know it's wrong, but I, I think I at least deserve a partial. Uh, no, prediction number two, the Super Mario movie 
<laughs> we'll have a tie-in game and or new mainline Mario game will be released in 2022. No. That was no. incorrect. Um, we'll, we'll come back to that one yeah, later on in the show. Uh, number three, uh, Splatoon 3 will have integrated voice chats. Wrong. No. no. Uh, prediction number four, Metroid Prime 4 will not be released in 2022. Correct. Bingo. Correct. <laughs> All right, at least I got one. Uh, Game Boy games will be available on Nintendo Switch Online with a new controller available. No. No. <laughs> uh, number six, Mario Party DLC will include GameCube boards. No. No. Uh, Star we Fox the, will be well, on well, the Switch well. in some form. But Justin, we don't have to play that every one of mine. Well, uh, well, it's, well. It's okay. I can play it at the end if you want to. Uh, Star Fox will be on the Switch in some form. Uh, Star Fox 64 is on the Switch. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, all right. Was no, it not, re- was it not released prior to last year? No, Nintendo 64 came out last year. Really? Oh man! Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, I'll give you that. Or yeah, I think uh, it, it launched. It launched in late twenty one, but most of the new games came out in twenty. But Star Fox didn't come out till twenty twenty two. Star Fox didn't come out till twenty two. Oh, fair play to you. Uh, well done. Thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, I'll take what I can get. Uh, <laughs> pr- next prediction: new exclusive battle royale like game for Nintendo Switch Online. Another ninety nine something. No. Uh, <laughs> Next one, Nintendo's E3 will focus on Breath of the Wild 2. There was no E3, so there was no focus uh, because they didn't even bother to do uh, a presentation while everybody else did. Uh, Next one, Kirby Game & Watch will be released for the 30th anniversary. They barely acknowledged Kirby was alive. Uh, And uh, last one, NES Remix will get a Switch port. Uh, So that's a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight wrong and two corrects. There you go. 2.5. 2.5. 2.5 out of 11. 2.5. 2.5. Was it 11? One, oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. 22.7%. Yay. I love I love how uh, if you look at our Twitch chat right now, they're like basically doing a wrestling match in the Twitch chat. Marty with the big leg drop. I see Marty in the turnbuckle. Justin with the elbow. Like there's a lot of. Uh, a lot, a <laughs> lot of with great. the plunder, baby. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, all right. So here we go. That's that's fine. I'm out of the match. I've been eliminated from the ring. Uh, You're thrown over the now, top of the ring. Your king of the ring is done. Yeah. Coming down the aisle from Kansas <laughs> City, Missouri. Jesse, the crusher, Waldak. Uh, here we go. Uh, number one, rumors that Mario Kart 9 is still in active development has been in the news, but active development could still take years. We will not see this game in 2022. I believe that this won't be released until the Switch successor is out. Call that correct. Mm-hmm. That's correct so far. Yep. I'll take it. <laughs> yep. Okay. Basically, I'm saying uh, no Mario Kart 9 this year, and I was right. Right. You're right. Uh, number two. There will be some sort of Mario game released later this year to tie in with the movie, but it won't be Odyssey 2. That is incorrect. I love this next one. This was was like ring ding dong. (laughs) Since 2010, there's been a new Pokemon generation every three years. 2022 is three years since Sword Shield's release. So I predict that Gen 9 will be released this year. That is correct. 
Uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Color will be available on NSO, not Game Boy Advance. False. A Fire Emblem remake will be announced in 2022. Possibility uh, Genealogy of the Holy War or uh, Thracia 776 as opposed to a new game. Wrong. Yeah, I went the other way. If I went the wrong, if I, if I flipped it, I would have gotten it right. But Yep. And Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters will be released on the Switch in 2022. So close. announced, <laughs> but not released. I, I'll get, I, would, I would almost give you a half a point for the announcement. But I won't deny me. it if everyone I'm, else is I'm okay with it. I'll give I'll give I'll give I'm you half. I'm I'm good with that. Okay. So two and a half out of one, two, three, four, five, six. That's it's gonna be a good score, guys. You may not should have given him the half. Forty one point six percent. Jesse may be taking home the belt. He just hit his finishing move on yep. us. Yep. There you go. Wow. All right, Justin, here we go. The king of predictions. You made the most predictions out of anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Uh, no new Switch iterations in 2022. Correct. No new Mario Kart in 2022. Uh, we did get new Mario Kart in 2022. We did. We did. So... That will be wrong. Um, Metroid Prime 4 will not release in 2022. We may see a trailer or gameplay. That is correct. More Metroid will show up in 2022. Dread DLC Prime Trilogy. We did get new modes added to Metroid, so that is correct. Uh, Mario Party DLC will be announced standalone or included with NSO Expansion Pack. Uh, I'm going to give you a half point there because we got Mario Party 2 and 1 on mm. NSO. Okay, okay. If that's okay with everybody else. A half point there? Sure. Yes. Okay. All right. A new Donkey Kong game will be announced in 2022. <laughs> uh, a new monolith project in the Xenoblade universe will be announced in 2022. Bingo, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, Kirby Game and Watch for the 30th anniversary. <laughs> nope. Uh, Riot Forge will announce additional games. More than two games already known. Wild yeah. Rift. Um, yeah, that did not happen. Did it? They did. It just wasn't for us. It was for Xbox. Their agreement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Breath of the Wild Two will be released in November. Nope. And Bug Snacks. Wow. On the Switch. You nailed it. Four twenty eight. We got it. So, uh, oh, oh, we got more. Oh, oh we it got keeps more. going. NHL oh, 94 Rewind will release to the Switch. No. <laughs> no. Uh, it never. Uh, it Takes Two will come to the Switch. Yes. Yep. Uh, Marvel's Avengers will be play a, playable via cloud. No. And then this. Mario Strikers will be announced in 2022. Boom. The 9th of February. And, and the killer, the killer oh shot here, folks. This is off <laughs> the top Mingle, rope. The people's elbow. Slash hash tails will not be released in 2022, despite <laughs> promises. Uh, okay. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Correct. Seven wrong. One partial. So that gives you 
Uh, let's see what the percentage here is. Jesse adds it to the documents. 8.5 out of 16. It's 50, uh, 53. 53.1. 53.1. All right. Wow. We saved the champ for last. The reigning <laughs> prediction champions. Uh, Jesse has been eliminated. Dumped to the floor. He's out of the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I've been sent to the back. I'm in the showers. Tim and Justin are staring each other down. It's the Mega Powers. It's Randy Savage. It's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it's WrestleMania. Here we go. Prediction number one for Tim. Nintendo 64, Goldeneye, and or Perfect Dark gets released on the Switch. I'm going to give him half no. points for give the announcement. Give him a half because that, that was announced. Yes. Uh, Nintendo 64, Goldeneye, and or Perfect Dark also comes to Xbox Game Pass uh, with crossplay. Uh, yes, half. Uh, that that I'm gonna give him half on that one too. Because half. yep, that'll yep. make a hole. Uh, on the list, but counter to Justin, another new Switch model launches this year. <laughs> nope, nope. Surprise! A new 2D Mario game drops this year. Nope. Uh, we get another Metroid game in 2022. Nope. Justin has uh, Tim down in the corner. He's stomping a mud hole in him and walking it dry. Uh, Game Boy games coming to NSO. Nope. However, oh, Tim makes a comeback. A new Fire Emblem game is announced. That's correct. Another third-party gaming system will appear on Nintendo Switch Expansion Pack. Nope. A new Nintendogs game releases in 2022. Nope. A new remake 2D Zelda game releases this year. Nope. EA Play available on Switch. Nope. (laughs) Switch will get a significant user interface update. Yes, groups was added to the Nintendo Switch on 321 2022. All right, all right, all right. I'll give it. And Nintendo buys another game developer on the 24th of February. Nintendo announced the acquisition of SRD. So Tim got uh, a total of three correct and four out of 13. So 50%. four points out of 13. Oh, for 13. Yeah. <laughs> 30.8%. Uh-oh. 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 Do you, do you hear that guys with 30.77%? Tim has been dethroned. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of 2022's prediction <laughs> season and new holder of the Nintendo dad's prediction championship belts, Justin, massive congratulations sir boom thank you thank you so much it was a hard let me just get my no thing. no shut up shut up i'm coming for you now <laughs> you're mine you understand all right you're i've got mine, sorry sir. i've got my speech here uh i want to thank nintendo <laughs> for really just being pretty predictable uh i really want to thank ea for publishing uh to uh it takes two i appreciate that uh, monolith i see you i respect you i appreciate you uh mario kart i didn't see you coming out of nowhere uh, no no don't don't play it off no don't play it off um and then and then one more uh big big thanks to jules Watson for just not being able to deliver a game. Woohoo! Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, your 2022 champion is you, Justin Messon. Let's go. Go ahead, Jesse. We have a special uh, audio uh, file prepared for this moment when Justin does things like this. Go ahead and play it. Let him have it. 
This one? Hey, man, you boob. <laughs> you know the one. Oh. Nope. No, oh, you know the one. I know. I need to find it. Um, <laughs> I, I buried uh, it because he hasn't ladies. been he hasn't been right in a while, so we had to. You know, it hasn't been used. So no. <laughs> where, did I, where did I put it? Go something like Justin is right. Justin is right. Justin is right. Oh, here's this one. Justin, you boob. <laughs> no, that's not. Get out of here! Don't take this away from me. I don't. I didn't. I normally no, don't delete terrible. buttons, but I literally cannot find it. Well, that's yeah. fair. Oh, uh, there it is. Uh, was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Justin was right. Yeah, I found it. it. It was it was a ton of fun. Um, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. As, as I was looking at some of those, those were Hail Marys that I had no mm-hmm. idea. Like, come on. Monolith going to come out with a Xenoblade 3. Strikers, Chicken Wiggle, Bug Snacks. Like, those were those were just hopes and dreams. Um, and the fact they actually came to fruition is really the stars wild. have aligned. Yeah, I you know I, I also want to say hey, kudos to Jesse gave me a heck of a run there. Um, that was that was pretty pretty tremendous. Um, you know I've just been working so hard for this moment, and I really appreciate it. So, uh, yeah. Before we before right. we actually do our, our predictions, I have to step away for a couple of moments. I'll be right back. Um, if you guys want to start your predictions, and I'll we'll snake tail around. That's great. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. You, you can also now talk trash about how awesome I am. Bye. <laughs> so as Justin mentioned, it is uh, time for us to make our predictions for 2023. And with us going into a brand new year of video gaming, uh, we are going to make all the predictions that will be wrong next year uh, when we go back on the show. And uh, yeah. So with that being said, Justin's already mentioned how we're going to do this. We're going to do this snake draft format, which means uh, basically since he's out of the uh, the the frame right now, uh, we'll I'll start. Jesse will go, then Tim, then Justin. Justin will go again, and then it will snake back to me. I'll do two until we get done with all of our predictions. Everybody okay yeah. on that? Everybody clear? Yeah. Well, so this is what I'm thinking. I only have five, but so I'm okay. not going to outright. Say, oh, I like that one. I'm going to predict it too. But if I think you're wrong, I will say, okay, I will counter predict that, and you can't have that as my prediction. So that's like that's it. kind of my that's kind of a, kind of my game plan going into this. Just because I have no imagination and only had five things on my list. I actually have eleven predictions this year. I'm I'm in Justin territory. So uh, here we go. I will start, and I'm going to start big. Here it is. The Super Mario Brothers movie will become the highest grossing animated movie of all time. That is my first prediction. I I actually had that in my list as well. <laughs> I'm not I, I legitimately okay. I'm not copying you, but I did have. Do you know what uh, I've heard of another uh, I think on NPC. Do you know which movie currently has that title yes it is the lion king and not the good one. Oh, really yeah yeah the the cg remake out out box office oh. the original oh i don't count that as a as an animated movie i don't it, well, it's animated in fact, it's- <laughs> in fact i um now i need this to happen because that's uh, was an abomination and an affront to God, and so leave Mufasa alone. That there you go. 
Ooh, say it so again. it's the highest grossing animated movie <laughs> of all time. There you go. Uh, Jesse, you just going to count that as yours? Okay, very good. Tim, what is your prediction? Um, I'm going to go with this as my first one, and I'll just copy and paste it here for you, Jesse. Thank you. One, two, wow. switch, sequel. <laughs> Whoa. One, two, three, switch. Uh, one, two, right. switch. One, two, switch, sequel. Yes. Three, four one, in two, the bin. super switch. What's that? What did you say, Marty? Uh, I said one, two, super switch. <laughs> one, two, switch, sequel is coming this year. Okay. I was hoping that, that this would take longer and Justin would be back by now. <laughs> uh, but we'll just, we'll snake back around. Uh, to we'll him. let him catch Tim, up, I guess. Go, yeah, you can go again. Okay. Um, I'm going to go another one out of left field here. So just to get it out of the way. Uh, and again, I'll paste this here, J- Jesse. Um, something new. And quirky. Oh, whoa, 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 He's back. So All right, we'll Justin, go Jeff. for it. Back. Uh, Mate, you get we... it, Justin, you're the last. You're the end of the snake, so you get to make two yeah. predictions. Uh, uh, twenty what you guys are here. Tears of the Kingdom will get a Nintendo Switch skew. Uh so it's it's. Like the Pokemon skews, right? Or that, or the one we so so that that is one, and uh, there will be no hardware iterations in 2022. There will be there could be color skews, right? Like here's a Pokemon one, here's a Metroid one, but there's no new hardware in 2022 in regards to the 2023. Nintendo Switch. 2023. There's no new Switch Lite. There's no no new OLED. Just is what it is. All right. Good good predictions, Tim. Back to you. Um, I, I'm going to add this, but it's because Justin just said it too. I I had the same prediction. No new switch in 2023. I believe it's coming in 2024. So you probably expect that to be in my 2024 predictions if it holds true, uh, because we will get a new switch and, or new switch light with a new processor in 2024, but not in 2023. So, but my, uh, so when you guys come back around, we can skip me or something. But uh, my prediction that I was going to mention before Justin came back was that something new and quirky from Nintendo, a new game and or new accessory that adds to the keep Nintendo weird category. Our friends over at All In like to talk about. So, so you're just stealing somebody else's stuff to try and win. Hey, okay. All right, <laughs> What are you talking about? How did how did Nintendogs work for you? Hey, that was part of the. Uh, how did uh, NHL '94 coming to the Switch work for you, Justin? Doesn't matter when you're the champion, Marty. Doesn't matter how you get that. <laughs> but it's uh, it keeping Nintendo weird. Obviously, I love their title over there. They have all in that they do. They have their little show over there. So, uh, but I think we're going to get a. It, it's hard. Like it could be anything from like Labo to Ring Fit to something new and quirky that we can't even think of, you know, that Nintendo is going to do. It's a new game with an accessory. Just something that isn't a controller. (laughs) It's just, yeah, it's just something that it's just like, yep, that's a Nintendo thing. 
that keep that just is uh, it's just like okay <laughs> all right Jesse. Okay, my, mine is kind of along the lines of what justin and tim said but a little more specific it says the next generation nintendo hardware will be announced but not released in 2023. Okay. And that's exactly what my next prediction was. <laughs> that a new system would be revealed in fall of 2023. Or you could just say a new system will be revealed by, before the end of the year, but won't release this year. But let me go ahead and add to it with my second prediction that... Uh, there will be a brand new Mario game released to coincide with the release of the movie. Well, in other words, my prediction from last year that didn't happen. Mine too. <laughs> I'm bringing it back, y'all. So, are you so so? Talk to me about how it's tied in. Is there like a direct? Like, I don't think is, it's. Is I, the I movie don't the game? No, no. I think it's just going to be a a Mario game to capitalize on the success of the movie. I actually think it was a game that more than likely was ready to go this year or last year, which is why we didn't see like a big heavy hitter come out uh, at the end of the year, uh, because that was supposed to be Mario, even though, I mean, we get Pokemon, Pokemon's always in November, right? Uh, But there's in, in the past, there's been a big Nintendo game post black Friday, like smash, or something like that. And that was going to be Mario to coincide with the movie. They had to change it because the movie got pushed back and or the game got pushed back. And so they pushed the movie back. Who knows at this point? One day we'll read the book about the story and we'll know it all. But there will be a new Mario game that releases to tie in, to to ride the wave of the movie. Back to you, Jesse. Okay, I, my next one is we will get more information about Metroid Prime 4. It won't release this year. And then I have a follow-up to that that I'll go with when it's, when it's my turn again. All right, for mine, it goes along kind of with that too. Uh, Metroid Prime 4 teaser trailer or trailer drops in 2023 after tears of the kingdom releases. Hmm. Smart. Yeah. Since we're continuing the Metroid on the Metroid train, I will say I've got double votes, right? Cause on the end of it, yes, Uh, I will say two things. Metroid prime four will release in 2023 uh, and it will be released in the back quarter of 2023. So uh, the calendar quarter, by the way, not the fiscal quarter for, for them. Um, So you're looking at any time between December, November and October will be in that release window. Actually, I'll say anything, anything beyond actually, let me just adjust that from September on to the back of the uh, back of the year. Metroid is released somewhere in those four months. My next uh, prediction um, is a uh, new Donkey Kong game will be released in 2023. Uh, also, for those of you that are they're playing along with the Fantasy Critic at home, those are two things that I put on my Fantasy Critic, so I really have to bet that they're going to actually occur, <laughs> or else I'm not losing my Fantasy Critic. All right. Back to me. It's um, going to continue down the Metroid game here, so... 
I'm still going to go with that. I thought this was coming last year, but it didn't. I'm going to still go with it that we're going to get a Metroid game this year. Not what Justin's saying. I don't think we're getting Metroid Prime 4 this year, but I do think we are getting a Metroid game, and that is going to be um, some examples. So I'm going to say we'll, we'll get it. Let me put this down here. So examples are, uh, of course, uh, Prime on the Switch. Um, so I'll say IE Prime. Um, or even the uh, 3DS Samus Returns uh, gets gets ported. <laughs> I love it. I would love it if we I got pinball. I was just about to say that I would. I would not mind uh, Samus Returns on the Switch at all. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when so. I played Samus Returns on the 3DS before Dread came out. My hands cramped up because that's 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 not a comfortable mm-hmm. system to hold. In a I could, high intensity action game. Right. And that's the thing too, is I can see the potential of them releasing the 3DS Samus Returns game updated with the dread controls. Ooh. And I would be all over mm. that for sure. So mm-hmm. Tim over there making me want stuff that doesn't even <laughs> exist. It's probably never gonna exist. Right. So sad. Right. And plus, you know, I know, you know, that's what my heart wants for sure. And, you know, the sales may not have made them want to do this type of thing, but I'm still looking for some of those more 3DS games that we were told we were going to get. Now, is that big, you know, the, um, the other 3DS games that we got ported over there and that was it? No, I don't think so, but. Kind of like how you remember how Detective Pikachu got announced for Switch. Yeah, that was a couple years ago. Never heard about it again, (laughs) right? But yeah, again, it's actually a sequel too. Yeah, never, never happened. All right, Jesse. Hey, um, so yeah, to kind of piggyback on, we will get more information on Prime Four. I think in that same announcement, Prime One will shadow drop. That's interesting. Hmm. I would counter it's not a shadow drop. Because then because because they're not because if it's shadow drop, they're not pressing cartridges. Yep. But you, well, you do you do you boo. I mean, you know, whatever. Are you making that you, a prediction? Uh, you guys I'm telling you it's not I'm telling you it's not digital only. That's fine. That's you fine. But I, are you calling them. that a prediction? Sure. Uh I, I will say I will I will put the caveat this if Metroid uh, HD or one re uh, releases in 2023, it is not a digital only solution. Sure. OK, well, you guys uh, stole two of mine, so this is going to be easy. Uh, uh, <laughs> Donkey Kong will get a new game in 2023. And uh, we will finally see the re-release slash remake of Metroid Prime. Okay. Hey, what else do I have here? I have no additional retro systems will be added to NSL. I 
not necessarily part of the prediction because we're not going to know until it happens. But I think actually I, I do have that as okay. Never mind. I'll hold on that because I do have it as a prediction because <laughs> it piggybacks with what I said earlier. So I'll hold. Okay. All right. Uh, so kind of like going along with some of you guys here with the Mario movie thing. I've kind of deemed this uh, the next four predictions, which kind of touches on some of the things you guys said as part of my year of Mario predictions. I have four predictions that go along with this, and this is all because of the movie. Um, and I'm going to get this out of the way and because you guys said it to uh, the Donkey Kong game. Um because I think that is coming because of the movie as well. Um, but that's one of, I think it's part of the whole year of Mario thing. So, but I think we're getting the Donkey Kong game this year. All right, Justin. Uh, a couple of things I want to say before I jump to this. Uh, Hawk over in YouTube. Thank you so much for those very kind words. Robbie Bobby Miller. Hey, hey, what's going on? Thanks for being here. And thank you for being a new Patreon supporter as well. Thank you so much, man. It's great to see everyone in here. Just killing it, by the way. I see some fantastic predictions in here, too. Um, all right. I like, to, you know, you know, being champ can sometimes the weight of it is so heavy, heavy. Right? You don't even uh, have the belt on your head on your. I know, but I yet. know how heavy uh, it is, guys. We're gonna have to hear this for a yeah. solid year for sure. So I'm gonna. <laughs> I like to get a little bit more because I think everyone's like, "Oh, it's too easy." Justin just wins every time. I'm gonna make some. I'm gonna get some 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 predictions out there. I'm gonna give them some details, which which is a little bit more. All right. Hey, you know, like Advanced Wars, good news. You're going to be pay- playing it before the end of March 31st, 2023. Advanced Wars will release before March 31st, 2023. I sure hope you're correct. Also, speaking of games that are going to release that are not yet on a calendar, but Nintendo is going to put it on a calendar, Pikmin 4 will release before June 30th, 2023 as well. So those are two dates of games that you can put in your calendar. Nice. My second mm. of the four year of the Mario predictions, again, I'm pulling this from my last prediction that didn't come true, is we are getting a Mario game, but it's a Mario 2D game. Hmm. Okay. So... Earlier I said, I think the next console will be announced, but not yet released. So as part of that announcement, they're going to talk about what they're going to do for that system's subscription. That's where I think they're going to add the next retro hardware. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Kind of like, kind of like what they did when the uh, new 3DS came out, and you could get Super Nintendo. Yeah. On that. Yep. Okay. On that only. Yep. On that only. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, again, stealing my predictions, uh, Jesse swooping in here with the no more systems for Nintendo Switch Online. So, I, if you'll just copy that one over, I actually have two fresh predictions because I've got seven left. Wow. Um, 
Yeah. So uh, these and and here we go. I'm going to do this. I, I, you know, my first prediction was that the Mario movie would become the the number one grossing, highest grossing animated movie of all time. Let me come through with two more movie related predictions for you. Number one. Nintendo, based on the success of the Mario movie, will announce their next animated feature by the end of 2023. Okay. And number two, there will be a Mario movie-inspired Mario Kart level in one of the remaining DLC packs. Oh, so spicy. So, so, so spicy. <laughs> I like that. That's nice. I hope I, now I'm hoping that happens. <laughs> right. All right. Okay. So I, I am out of my, the predictions I had prepared. So I will use this one to do, as I said, if I do a counter, I'm going to count it as my prediction. I'm going to say no DK. Okay. Okay. Ooh. You monkey hater. <laughs> Not wrong. All right. Number three of my your Mario predictions is we are going to get a new this is gonna be a crazy one. You guys ready? We're gonna get a new Mario paint for the Switch. Oh, yes. I love it. <laughs> you know, I love how you swing for the fences sometimes. And great. that could also yes. come with an accessory, which will match his other prediction. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, Justin. Uh, are we, you just making them up as you go, or you, uh, you I've got two? I've got down? no, I've got two more down, but I've got a couple that have been floating around my head that I can that I can pull out here. Uh, okay, because I've got I've got a sort of sort of like the chicken wiggle final. Like this is not. I have one of those near the end that I'm gonna I'm gonna end off with. So I'm layering these now. Um, we are actually gonna see. Uh, this is a fun one. Um, Legend of Zelda Lego sets for the first time this year. Mm, product stuff. Gotcha. Nice. And, Please, and, yeah. Add to my Nintendo Legos. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the other one I would say is the Detective Pikachu will be coming to the Nintendo Switch this year. Mm. You just made that up after I mentioned that tweet. No, no, I had that one on my list actually. Okay. All right. Fair play. Fair play. Nice. All right. My fourth and final uh, year of Mario prediction is and this is one that kind of goes with uh the sports games that we get this year or you around the this time of year or around the you know every year uh we get a new mario hoops game who's developing it i'm not part of that's not part of my prediction camelot 2k i think you're right i think you're i think you're right well, here, here's here's what I think you're right on, Tim. Square Enix. I'll, I'll th- you know, as 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 a former champion, I'll throw the current champion, you know, current champion. I'll throw one for the former. I think you can make an argument that I think Camelot is due for a sports game for Mario, um, and I think it'd be like a Mario sports mix 
where it is a bunch of Mario sports related mini games that they've thrown together. Yeah. That seems pretty. So if there was a Mario, like, has there been a Mario hoops in the past or is that something new that you just made? No, no it's three on been. three, three on three. I wouldn't it's be like shocked. DS game, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't be shocked if Camelot has got that for sports and it comes out in June, right? Just where yes. all those other sports games come out. So that, 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 that wouldn't be shocking. Uh, now you got me Parker? thinking. Uh, uh, okay, never mind. Yeah, I, I, okay. I guess it's Tim's turn. No, that was mine. Oh, no, no, move. that was his turn. Yeah, um, I currently don't have anything new. If I think of something, I'll pop in. Okay. Uh, I'll do two here. I'll maybe this piggybacks off of Justin's, but I already had it written down. I believe that we will get a Super Nintendo Lego set to go along with the NES. Oh, I would get that. I would totally. That one, I would. I didn't get the Nintendo one, but if there's a Super Nintendo one, I I would save all my my coins for that one. (laughs) My second uh, prediction for this round, uh, this will be the year of F-Zero's revival. Nice. Nice. And back to Jesse or Tim. Tim, go ahead. All right, I'm bringing it back. I have to because I want it. Yep. I predicted it last year. It didn't come true, but I want it to come true again. Maybe this falls under the keep Nintendo weird, but I don't know. A new Nintendo Dogs comes to the Switch this year. We gotta have it's gotta See, be when, there. When they, when they did the second one, they added a, a, a second animal. You know, like they had Nintendo dogs and cats. Yeah. I mean it's uh, still part Nintendo of that. Dogs and they could cats. do Nintendo so dogs. What's, and what's gonna be the third animal? Fortnite dogs, crossover with a llama. And, and hamsters. I don't know. It could be whatever. Maybe maybe it's maybe it's Nintendo dogs, Nintendo cats, and Nintendo narwhals. Okay. Sounds good to me. I said it'll be llama and llamas, and it'll be a Fortnite crossover. <laughs> oh, if it was llamas, I'm down. Nintendo dogs battle royale <laughs> coming to the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Ninety nine dogs in her one leaves. <laughs> okay, Justin. Uh, I'm running out, so I'm going to give you the two that I do have. Um, Somerville will be coming to the Nintendo Switch. And Outer Wilds will not be released in 2020. <laughs> you said that just because oh. you want to see it come. <laughs> you think it's been canceled? Not not a part of your predictions, but do you think they gave up know. on it? I don't know. I I I think that I think Or they they you think maybe they're like you know, we'll wait until Nintendo comes out with the Switch 2. <laughs> I'm wonder, like, I'm starting to wonder where the, some of the developers maybe begin to start thinking some of those things are starting to move away from their support potentially. I don't, I don't really know, but I'm, I'm going to just say it's, it's not coming. I, I'm happy, to, I'm happy to be wrong on this one. Right, if it does show up, but I'm like, listen, like this has been a while. Like, maybe, maybe it's just like it's not at a place where they needed it to be or wanted it to be. So they're like, you know what, we're not going to release it. And then, and then they were like. Oh wait! Look, No Man's Sky. They did a really good job on that. Let's yeah. go talk to them and get some help. <laughs> yeah, it's t- it's tough to say, but uh, yeah. All right, good, good guess. 
All right. Um, another one. Um, you know what? I'm not going to read that one. I won't. I'll, I'll just. I'll mention it after we're done. It's not going to be part of my predictions. But the, my last one, because I think I have a lot already. My last one is going to be another crazy prediction. Do you guys remember that game, the Conduit for the Wii? Yeah. Conduit comes to the Switch in wow. 2023. Uh, a new. That is a pull. <laughs> that is a dark horse pull. Right. That's okay. more of a, that's more of me hoping that they do because I actually had fun with that game. I mean, it may not have is been. That your, is that your final prediction? Yes. Yes, that's my final one. I had another one, but it was it's another pullback one. One that it, and just like yeah, I don't know if that's it happens, why don't you just go look? I've got three left. Why don't you just go on and do it and we'll finish up? All right. It's the one pulling it back is the Game Boy one. I I really think that's Game still Boy coming. coming to NSO. Game Boy coming to NSO. Okay. Yes. I, I don't think it is, but I would love to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Absolutely. Jesse, do you have any more? I think I've tapped out. All right. Here's my three. In order of uh, maybe obvious to, I don't, well, never mind. Oh, no, here, here they are. I'm just going to dump them out there. Uh, AAA uh, third party development uh, support will dry up for the Switch in 2023. They're just not going to be able to panic button. Oh, in other words, anymore. the same thing as that happened in the Wii U after three months. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> Number two, uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom DLC will be available by the end of 2023. I feel like they're going to announce that DLC prior to Tears of the Kingdom being released in a Zelda-specific Tears of the Kingdom direct blowout. Right, but it'll be available by the end of the year. Yeah, sure. We'll have a Zelda Tears of the Kingdom direct blowout. I like that. And last but not least, the greatest... Prediction that could be made. Vampire survivors will come to the switch in 2023. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's a pretty, I could see, I can see that. Yeah. I think they've been pretty open about that. Haven't they? I mean, it's on mobile. Come on guys. Did you, did you hear, did you hear why? So I was mm. listening to kind of funny actually just this week and they, and they, and they were talking about an article they had read. A bunch of people had, or people had basically stolen the code of the game and were putting out mobile ports using the original code, just calling it like something else. So he's like, I didn't have intentions to do a mobile game this quickly. And he, or in the other part, part was he was trying to partner with someone who he didn't want to monetize it. He just wanted to like, just because it's free to play, right? And nobody was like, no, you should monetize, you should monetize. He's like, no. So he wasn't really pushing the mobile port. And then a bunch of people stole the code, put out their own versions of it. And he's like, well, now I kind of have to put it out. And yeah. so then he had to push his team to push towards the mobile port. So they were, so they kind of had to pivot that way. So that's unfortunate. The thing is, uh, I just realized this week that the mobile uh, edition on my iPhone has backbone support. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say it explicitly that it's support. It's supported, but 
put that bad boy on there and play some vampire survivors. It's fantastic. Nice. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm obsessed, but those I'm, are my predictions uh, more than I've ever had. I'm going to throw another one. Cause episode just reminded me, or sorry, Ninfrendo Marvel snap comes to Nintendo switch. Ooh. I've got some other hot takes. You want some more of these hotties? I'm throwing them out. Whoa, I'm gonna whoa, make, whoa. Here's a hot take. <laughs> Marvel Snap won't come to Nintendo Switch. All right, all right. Because I'm, you don't have to put that on as a prediction. I'm just saying it's not happening because uh, of the always on mobile internet connection. <laughs> you said you don't want that as an official prediction? I don't. I'll, I'll, I'll no. take, yeah, you, I'll take mine as an official prediction. That it's right. No, I was talking to Marty. Okay. Marty's like, no. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I'll talk about that when I talk about what I've been playing. There's something similar happens there, and it's really that bu- bugging bugs me. But uh, looks like okay, looks like we have our predictions documented, and we'll come back but, in fifty-two weeks we, and see how we bad to, we did. Yeah, exactly right. Do we want to uh, not do what we've been playing this week? Uh, just because we've got, we, this is a two-hour show I think show that's already. a great idea. Okay. We'll talk about what we've been playing for the next two weeks on next week's show. Yeah. But yeah, because it's been, been this will be the second week. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we didn't do it last week either. Weeks. Okay. Four so weeks because we had a week off. we've been playing in the last month. Uh, no, it'll be just show. an episode full of, full of what we've been playing. Hey, that's well, fine with us. That's fine. With me. If, if we're not going to do what we've been playing, can I still kind of throw in kind of status updates on other projects I've been working on? Okay. Um, so a few weeks oh, ago, sure. I mentioned the GB interceptor, which was a, like a DIY kit where I had to order the PCBs and, uh, order all their external parts and it had a 3d print the case and stuff. I have all the parts in. The only thing I have to do is solder the cartridge connector on and assemble it. And I'm kind of nervous about soldering since I've never done that before successfully. So my wife said, why don't you try like doing something as a little practice? So I ordered two, like beginner level DIY kits that will involve soldering off of Amazon. I haven't gotten around to putting them together yet. So my goal in the next few weeks is to build those kits to get the practice in the soldering so I can start to then build the GB interceptors and then get them sent out to the people who said they wanted one. And if you if you're interested in them and haven't reached out to me yet, please do. I, they are not all accounted for of the of the twenty units that I uh, ordered, so that so you can go ahead and do that. Along with the te- when I get a, to around to testing them, you know it's, it's similar to the play date where you can output video but not audio. So I have to uh, to you know get audio from an alternate source. When this project started, the only Game Boy I had was an SP which doesn't have an audio out. So I had to kind of find another solution. So I ordered this off of eBay, a new, uh, a, a, a refurbished Game Boy Color that actually has like an IPS screen mod on it. So it's got a really nice screen. Nice. And with it, I picked up an EverDrive. So I, I can just inst- install my some ROMs on it and 
then play and test out several games without having to cartridge swap. So I've got toys to play with. That's great. Very cool. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so that that was that was the project updates that I wanted to throw out there. Cool. Very cool. Well, now that those are done, let's turn on the community spotlight, shall we? All right, so this is where we talk about all the wonderful things that our community is doing, uh, including, and I'll mention this since we didn't do the event section, I'll put throw it in here, but we our community does the Discord community events where we do the breakfast table, which we did ju- just this past Wednesday, uh, which was um, our breakfast table is every second Wednesday of the month. And the next one that's coming up is Wednesday, February 8th at 9 a.m. Eastern time. That one isn't as long as the dinner table because most of us are at work. So we take, we are on within the hour, whether we're done with an meet, like for me, I came on right after I was done with my meeting, it was done in 15 minutes. Uh, so I came and jumped on and uh, a few others jumped on, including uh, Seth from all in gaming and, you know, the Nintendo drive, he was on there. Um, uh, John was on there from the dads after dark. And um, Marty, were you on there? No, wait. What did I miss? I didn't get to be. You didn't get to be on there. So I'm trying to remember. Uh, somebody else just showed up, and I can't remember. Darn it! <laughs> but we had, uh, you know, a handful of us there. We're just chit chatting, uh, talking about the. We were talking about food. Oh, it was Esten. Esten came in, and we were talking about lots of food. So I got pretty hungry after we were done there. <laughs> But if you want to join on any of the tables, you you have to be a Discord member. In order to be a Discord member, you have to join either via our Patreon. Uh, you have to subscribe there or subscribe via Twitch. And then you can join in through Discord. And uh, you can be part of the breakfast table, which is, again, every second Wednesday of the month. And then also upcoming is the dinner table, which is every third Friday of the month, which falls on January 20th of this month. And it's at 10 p.m. Eastern time. And that one goes as long as we need it to. We've been on till like four in the morning sometimes. Uh, and then other times we have all left at one in the morning. So, but it goes as long as we need to, as long as, you know, everybody's up for it and and all that. So uh, lots of fun. Come join in with us on that. Uh, and again, you can find us in the, in Discord. On, and those events are, are listed there too in Discord. Uh also, we have our Nintendo Dads Family of Podcasts. We have uh, quite a few of them. And our recently, our NintendoDads.org page has been updated to reflect all of our family of podcasts now. So it's got the Game Pass News, which covers a lot of Xbox stuff. That's our friends Nick and Sean who cover that. That also covers Dads After Dark Show, which is John and Drew who talk about things that uh, is not safe for the kids. So keep that in mind when you listen to them. Uh, and then there's the retro logic shows, which they have their own family of shows, which is retro logic on topic, retro, retro groove and film logic. Again, all of these different podcasts are listed on our nintendodads.org website. You can go check that out by clicking on those links or look for those titles I mentioned as well in your favorite podcast feed. Um, 
Also, keep a lookout for a lot of contests that our community runs, like the Dads After Dark show. They do the monthly mayhem. Um, I don't think they released the newest one just yet, but it's soon. Um, they've been hinting at some things there. And then Game Pass News also has achievement hunters that they're asking for uh, Game Pass people, oh, excuse me, uh, Xboxers to join in on, and you can win prizes there as well. And then on to our questions we get in the community, uh, especially in Discord. We got a few in Discord, one in Patreon. Um, and I thought there was one in email, but I guess not. So uh, questions in Discord, first from Mecca Dragon. Do any of you dads have fun, crazy, or embarrassing birthday stories to share? Bonus points if it involves video games. Marty's got his hand up. Go for it, Marty. Oh yeah. So uh, let me let me date this for you uh, because it was the release of Kirby's Dreamland Two for the Game Boy. Uh, so this would have happened in uh, nineteen ninety five. Nineteen ninety five. Fifteen years old. I invite my friend Lee over, and we head to Mister Gaddy's Pizza which is uh, like Chuck E. Cheese, but uh, it's more rural and local. Uh, and they have uh, recently built this uh, new area called Gaddyland, which is like an arcade, right? So it's buffet pizza, blah, blah, blah. We go there. It's me, my mom, my dad, and Lee. And we go there, and we're eating, and we're having a great time. And my mom gets this pizza that's like a spinach dip pizza right um like you you know what spinach dip looks like it's like uh yeah. like cream cheese yes. through it and my dad very loudly declares as it as like they bring her a piece to the table it's like looks like somebody already ate it once you know and all this <laughs> stuff but that's not the thing. I just I remember getting Kirby's Dream Land Two. I remember eating a massive amount of horrible uh, buffet pizza and getting home and throwing up everywhere because oh, no. I ate so much pizza. And then it was wow. like well, one minute I'm playing. I got Kirby's Dream Land Two for for my birthday. One minute I'm playing it. The next minute bleh, I'm throwing up everywhere. Clean it up. Go back to play Kirby's, you know, Kirby's <laughs> Dreamland Two. That my my forever my memory of Kirby's Dreamland Two is tainted by birthday vomit. So wow. nice. There you go. <clears throat> I don't like those lovely those thoughts that Kirby gets. You know, like he's friends with in those games. They make me think of vomit. Nice. I don't know so, if I can top that story. I can't even think of a story actually. So, what about you guys? I have a story, not game related, so I don't get bonus points, but uh, it was my 25th birthday. The the people I worked with at my, you know, my first full-time job uh, took me out for, to lunch. Don't remember where it was, a small little hole in the wall somewhere. You know, we only had a half hour break, so it was something quick. So was, when we got our, when we were done with our food, everyone sang happy birthday. The uh, person behind the counter came up and said, I don't mean to intrude, but I'm a music major and I have never heard 
anyone, a group of people sing happy birthday in key until today. <laughs> wow. And it's not like this, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, in a group of developers and salespeople, you know, none of us are, you know, musically inclined by occupation, maybe hobbies. I don't know, but that just caught me off guard that, Oh, okay. They actually sung it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I have one that's uh, embarrassing that is not game related and it's pretty funny. It's uh, uh, I would turn five and I was also getting baptized at a Catholic church and uh, uh, all the family was there and I decided at five, as soon as I got baptized that, that I had to release gas. So yes, I just farted in this old school Catholic church. And if you know what an old school Catholic church is, they are large. They're designed to, for their acoustics and echo. And that fart was so loud that everybody was laughing so hard. And I was so embarrassed, but I was laughing because I was embarrassed too, but it was just, it was great. It was, that's one that always stuck with me. And it's like, I'll never forget that moment. <laughs> I, I may have told this story on the show before. And, and I know we, we, it, it has nothing to do with what we're really talking about, but I feel like this is a really great uh, time to tell the story about my dad that I will always remember. Um, how many of you guys have ever been in a, like, okay, have you ever eaten in a Subway sandwich restaurant, like the yes. Subway? Yeah. Like, yeah. okay. So, you know, back in the 90s, it had like wallpaper that looked like newspaper. You know, it was like mm -hmm. black and white and it had like yes. uh, pictures of old mm -hmm. Subway, Subway stations yeah. and things like that. And it had these booths that had uh, like plastic yellow seating. Yes. Right. You know, like vinyl, like uh, countertop type seating. So we, we like Subway was not like local to us. So it was like kind of like a big deal. Like we'd go to out like for a night in Nashville and or Bellevue, which was close to us. And we would uh, go eat Subway and like go to the mall or, or something like that on a Friday night or Saturday night. And there was this used CD store that was there. So that'll date that'll date this too. Yep. It was called. Okay. Uh, I forget what it was called, but I was in there and I'd gone in to like browse the used CDs or maybe sell some of mine for credit or everything. And we had been eating at Subway. I had finished and my mom comes in and her face is beet red. Like I've never seen her this flushed. And so I'm like thinking something's wrong because she hurries in and I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened? And she said, your dad. And I said, What? Is, is he okay? Is there an is there an end to this sentence? <laughs> and she said, she looked at me and she kind of pulled me to the side and she goes, your dad sat down in the booth at Subway and farted and it went blah, 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 all over the restaurant and everyone turned and looked at us and I said, and what did you do? She said, I got up, I took my sandwich, I threw it in the trash and I walked out. <laughs> I said, where's dad? She said, He's still there eating his sandwich. <laughs> that fart echoed off uh, the plastic into like 
She said it was the loudest thing she'd ever heard in her life. That's awesome. Uh, should have told that at his funeral. Uh, anyway, <laughs> no, I shouldn't have. That would. All right. So I think <laughs> I might have a. I might have a potential uh, title here since we have two stories that are similar. Subway farts. Acoustical flatulence. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love it. Excellent. Yeah, that's a good. All right. one. That's a good one. Justin, okay. I think I'm thinking you don't have one, or don't. No. All right. All right, I'll move on to the next question. The next one is from Zablanc, uh, John from Dads After Dark. What's one thing or what one thing would Nintendo have to do to get you to leave them forever? For me, it'd be turning their characters more gritty and realistic. Maybe chest hair and Mario. Oh, so that would make him leave is if there's chest hair and Mario. Well, I mean, so. look, look, we've already seen Mario's nipples in the last Yeah, and people were days. offended by that. Yes. So what, what would make you... What would made you make you leave Nintendo? Like say, okay, that's it, Ooh. Nintendo, I'm done. You know, honestly, forever. forever. I I don't the only thing that'll make me stop playing Nintendo games is if Nintendo stopped making games. Yeah, you know, I, I honestly, mm. you know, I you know, I we've seen them. That was actually gonna be there's... my answer. Like go going <laughs> going at third party, becoming a third party developer. Oh, I wouldn't even stop me. If they still made games for Xbox, I'd still play them. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the uh yeah, I, I can't think of anything that that they could do at this point with everything I've seen over the years that would say yeah, no, that's not for me. I, I I would I would kind of agree in regards to like the um maturing up of their of their products would be the best way that I could probably use that statement. Right. Like if, so like what I mean by that in some ways is like, like I'm thinking like deciding to become a hard M with some of their products. So I think of like, let's over sexualize princess peach and Daisy and really move away from that child family friendly pocket Mm. that they live in and really move to like just a hard, like, hard grittiness to it i think that would probably be like a like the reason that i play nintendo specific games is because it's family friendly right that we enjoy it right we can like i don't mind listening to waluigi or or wario yeah and some farts and stuff like that when playing mario party but if all of a sudden it became like um just kind of transition the other way i i you know i don't know i'd probably be out then because because then i think you're everything else right like that's that's why that's why nintendo has a different lane than Xbox and PlayStation, the audience and how they do their, their product, their character, yeah. how you view it is different. And so I think that would, that would change things. That's me. where mine is, is right there is the, uh, if, if Nintendo gets away from being different from everything else. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, they become samey. They do what we just argued about what Ubisoft was doing. Right. They start, you know, trying to churn out Mario games every year or something and become samey. Or, you know, or just... yeah. Well, yeah, if that happens, I may not play a specific game or two, but it doesn't mean I'm completely shut off from... Yeah, I don't know about the forever part either, because there's there was a time where I was like, I didn't... Nintendo 64. I did not get a Nintendo 64. I had the opportunity to, and I chose a PS1. So I started going down the PlayStation path at that point because I couldn't afford both systems. And I decided at that point, you know what? 
I'm going to go because I didn't at the time I was like, I'm done with cartridges. I see technology getting better on the uh, CD format. I just saw a lot of, I saw the the future more in the PlayStation than I did in Nintendo's product at the time. So I, yeah, sure there's always that potential of, of, you know, having that break from Nintendo, but that's really hard to think of for forever. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to give you another one. Another one. John actually kind of came to me recently as we began to think about this new iteration of what this new system could be for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, I am at a point in my life where I sounds bad. I don't want to do this journey again. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, like, listen, I have the amount of times that I have paid for Super Mario 2, <laughs> the amount of games I have in my catalog over here. Like, if, 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 if Nintendo comes out and they're doing this, the new presentation, they're like, by the way, our games are on mini discs and it is not backwards compatible and we no longer support Nintendo Switch online and none of those things carry forward. So they're going to go the PSP route? Like, like just like all all those like completely anti-consumer. For, I, I, I think for me, I'd be like, I'm done. Like, I'm not doing this. Like the next console had better be had better be mini cartridges or at least backwards compatible where I can pop my mini my breath of the wild in and I can play it. And it better be that my Nintendo switch uh, online account, what I have access to the games I have bought, all of those things move forward because yes. that for me is now becoming a, a, a real, like I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying more copies of the same game. I'm oh, not. Yeah. Like, so you got to be better. Yeah, so like in the in the case say you know the, the successor isn't backward compatible. Yeah, I'm not going to be happy, but I'm still going to buy it. <laughs> it, it, it. Listen, it may be enough for me to be like, I'm out, I'm done. Like, like, listen, I'm, I'm you're, you're talking to a man here who's still waiting on the Intellivision. Yeah, that's so fair. that's fair. Oh no, I've written that off. <laughs> nice, makes sense. Oh. All right. So next question, uh, Koopa Kid eighty. Ubisoft says Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope and Just Dance twenty twenty three underperformed. Cuts announced titles reduces spending. My question for the dads is: What Nintendo first party titles franchises underperformed sales wise eons ago and were reg- relegated to the trash bin? Sadly, I'm looking at you, Wave Race, F Zero, and Eternal Darkness. Pilot Wings is another great example of it. Um, chibi robo yeah chibi robo is a great example of it i would argue i would even say metroid at some, at metroid, some point yeah because yeah, yeah. we kept you, wanting you it know one, after you know one people aren't going to want to hear but it's true rhythm heaven okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah but, but it would be uh, interesting to see if that one comes back to i mean here's the other interesting who, part is that like fire emblem was just about in the bin yeah, like Fire Emblem was real close to being in the bin. Yeah, and, and got, Awakening got, got that yeah. back. Yeah, I think Wind Waker probably qualifies. Uh, I don't. I don't. You know, GameCube didn't perform well, so they had probably had low sales overall. People didn't like the graphical art style when it launched, but it's it's now a relatively beloved in game, and most many Zelda fans consider it best game, if not top three. Um, Golden Sun was another example Ooh. of that. Advanced Wars, I'm going to argue, was another example of that. Probably. Right? So, yeah. 
Not probably. Definitely. <laughs> Great question there. Uh, all right. So question, last question comes from Patreon. Uh, David Balika, Bul- isn't that Koopa Kid as well? Mm-hmm. I think so. So he's got another question for us. With 89% of the games in the UK, uh, GB being sold as digital in the video game space going more digital versus physical every year. Do the dads think Nintendo will release a digital only switch? How much storage do you think it would have? 32 gigs? <laughs> Joking. And do you think it would be released at a reduced price such as as, so, as Sony and Microsoft digital only consoles? No. And Ebisel replied, reduced price. <laughs> yeah, first they're not reducing price. Second thing is that that is too revolutionary for, for Nintendo. Again, they're a conservative company. They're not, they're not giving they're and they make money off of cartridges, right? Like, so you can buy a cartridge or you can buy digitally. Like, like they want you to, they want every avenue for you to be able to buy it that way. And they also have to realize their demographics and they've shown their recent demographics get our children. Um, so you're going to, you're going to have physical versionings of it. So See, I don't that's think where my works. counter comes in is where I think that because of children and that issue with cartridges, that there's a potential that Nintendo may look at that nope. and do a, um, switch light version that is digital only, not the main dockable version, but a, a switch light OLED that's digital only. And I mentioned this uh, on to the uh, I, game. I made the PSP joke earlier, thing. but now we're in PSP Go territory. <laughs> I mean, you, here's the thing. Here's why I don't think it could ever happen. Is sure there's the card, right? The little micro SD card that can expand the the storage out. But a PlayStation Five Digital Edition, though it is not portable, still has an 825 gigabyte hard drive. In it, and right? Then, again, now, depending on what games you install, yeah, you, well, you get four games exactly. on it if you get the right four games on it. I, and, and you know, if Nintendo does did go the digital route, I mean, I, like if the if it comes true that my prediction of AAA developers drying up on the Switch or or ending their support, there's just not a lot of reason to do it. I don't. I just can't see it happening. Well, again, I I still. I see your guys' point, but I also see it as what's the word plausible uh, because of cloud as well, the option of cloud and and also being digital only. And I think it would fit well with the light. If anything, they miss the boat with the Nintendo Switch Lite, letting it be handheld only, digital only. That would that would have been the only to me the only passable way to do it. But, yeah. I don't think they're going to do this, but if they do, they would have to have probably 128 gig storage. Just, you know, because OLEDs now have 64, but, you know, a lot of people, I think most people, a lot of people who aren't us will not r- realize you can, you can add more storage. That and even though if they did, that storage is slightly slower than internal, uh, in- internal NAD. Yeah. Uh, but I so if they're, they're going to do something that's because you know, unlike as I said earlier, unlike PS5 and Xbox, Switch games, the code on the carts is actually executable and run off the cart. Yeah, 
Well, so, I got one. I got one. Here's a, here's an idea. And I'm going along with what tech Mike is saying I here. Uh, I, here's the new switch OLED light Xbox game pass and cloud edition. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that, that would be, so that would be, that would be the only way that I would end up seeing it would be if it was what I would call, they'd call it like the Nintendo cloud edition or Nintendo cloud switch switch cloud or whatever you want to call it it could be like a Chromecast. it's like 20 bucks no where it's like the logitech um handheld device and that's and nintendo would certainly play on that name and sure and it it requires a always on connectivity and all like and it would be very specifically targeted for like the the japanese markets right that i could see Mm -hmm. that and and there'd be some kind of like subscription where that's how you get cloud games sort of like game pass that Mm -hmm. i could maybe maybe see um, and it'd be like a tiered approach to your Nintendo Switch Online, right? Like for an, you get Nintendo Switch Online and for an extra $20 a year, you get the cloud and that allows for you to, I don't know, pick all that stuff. So maybe they slap in a yeah. 5G antenna. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Here it is. Uh, Nintendo Switch Vampire Survivors Edition. It just plays Vampire Survivors. <laughs> Always connected. That's to play. it. It's it's a vampire survivors themed switch that only plays that twenty four seven. Never can turn it off. It just runs itself. There you go. That's all the time. Vampire survivors twenty four seven. Well, speaking of twenty four seven, this show is getting a little long in the tooth. We want to thank you for hanging out with us for episode four hundred nine with our two thousand twenty three predictions. And we want to say a huge congratulations to the winner of the Nintendo Dads Prediction Championship for 2022, Mr. Justin Masson. It just means, folks, that you're going to have to hear about how right he is for the rest of the year. We also want to say a huge thanks to all of our followers, especially our patron uh, patrons over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads and our awesome Patreon producers, Dave Ernsberger, RJ Kern, and Jacqueline Amira, who you will hear on the show sometime in the very near future. I want to say uh, also thanks to our YouTube and Twitch followers. YouTube over 6,600 now, Twitch over almost at 1,400. And to our 14 Twitch subscribers uh, who throw a Twitch Prime subscription our way, note they also get access to our Discord, and we're thankful for them as well. You can head over to manscaped.com and get 20% off your order and free shipping with the code NINDADS. It's an N-I-N-D-A-D-S. And a reminder that you can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-NDADS. That's 929-256-3237. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. And reminder, wherever you download and listen to your podcast, this podcast, whatever your app of choice is or service of choice is, be sure to go on there, leave us a five-star review, and, uh, you know, say some nice words. Say some nice words. And you know what? Here's what we're going to do. Justin likes to throw money around. I'm going to throw money around here at the end of the show. Uh, If you do a brand new review of the Nintendo Dads podcast within the month of January, you'll be entered to win a $20 eShop card courtesy of the Dads. Thanks, guys, for listening to episode 409. For me, for Justin, for Tim and Jesse, this has been Nintendo Dads. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. See you later. 2022 champion of the world! That was me. You're 2023. No, I'm 2022. You were 2021. That's how this works. Wait.
Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Who's right again? (laughs) This guy. (laughs) Who has two thumbs on his right? This guy. Oh, I'm tired of it already. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Nintendo Dads. I hate you all.